All right, good evening. We're ready to get started. Maseches Yoma, Daf Gimel. We're starting five lines, four lines from the top of Daf Gimel, Amud Aleph. Um, we have been uh, analyzing a Pasuk, and the Pasuk that we've been analyzing can be found on the bottom of Beis Aleph, or toward the bottom of Beis Aleph. And part of the drasha there said that the word Lechaper was speaking about Yom Kippur. And we're going to ask a whole host of questions tonight, one of which was a question that Michael asked last night about why don't we look at Rosh Hashanah as a paradigm to learn from. And I said, I don't know, because I haven't learned Daf Gimel yet. But now that I've learned Daf Gimel, I can see the answer is going to be here. We'll get there shortly. So the Gemara opens with a question. Maybe the word L'chaper isn't a reference to Yom Kippur. Ve'ima atzeres to shiva liyom echad. We saw this yesterday, that the model that we had been looking at is seven days uh, prior, and then one day of holiness, we're going to separate, and we have this model here now with Atzeres. Atzeres is the Gemara's language of saying Shavuos, so it says the Gemara, you can't do that. Amar Rabbi Abba, done in par echad va'ayel echad, mi par echad va'ayel echad, we need the comparison in that Pasuk that we saw in Bezimad Aleph, the Pasuk that refers to both para aduma and to Yom Kippur, we need them to have similar korbanos. Uh, that's why you can't learn from Atzeres, because Atzeres has different korbanos, Shavuos has different korbanos, then Yom Kippur and Paraduma. How does it play out? By Atzeres, by Shavuos, there's two Ayalim, but those are different animals. By the other two Korbanos, by Paraduma and by Yom Kippur, it was Par Echad and Ayal Echad. Fine. So the Gemara says, I understand if you're going to say that by Yom Kippur it could be Ayal Echad, but according to some, Really, there's two korbanos to bring, two ayelim that are brought by Yom Kippur. If that's the case, then it is comparable to Shavuos, which has two ayelim. So then, Ma'ikala Meimar, and in fact, the Gemara details out how we could have assumed that maybe Yom Kippur has more korbanos. Why isn't it crystal clear how many korbanos there are by Yom Kippur? Go look in the Torah, look in the Psukim, see what happens. So says the Gemara, we tried. And it wasn't so simple. And the, and the Tanaim have a machlokas about how many korbanos are brought on Yom Kippur. The Tanya, halfway down on Gimel and Aleph. The Brisa writes, Rebbe Omer, Ayel Echad Hu HaOmer Khan, Hu HaOmer B'chumashab Kudim. It's the same Ayel. And there's two psukim. One is uh, in two different places in the Torah. And in these two different places in the Torah, it refers to an Ayel by Yom Kippur. So when these two references to the Ayel by Yom Kippur are mentioned, are they referencing two different ones or are they referencing the same exact aisle? They're in different parts of, the, of Chumash. So it says the Gemara, Rebbe says it's the same one. Ayel Echad Hu Ha'amor Khan, Ayel Echad, Hu Ha'amor Khan, and Hu Ha'amor B'Chumash Ha'pekudim. That's the same animal. However, Rebbe Elazar, Bereb Shimon, Omer Shnei Ayalamim, the two separate psukim were to indicate that there wasn't one korban of an Ayal on, on uh, Yom Kippur. There were, in fact, two. So what do we see? That there are two ayalim that are for Yom Kippur. If that's true, well, you tried to tell me above that Atzeres, that Shavuos was not comparable to Yom Kippur because uh, it had two ayalim over there by Atzeres and only one by Yom Kippur. But according to the Shita and the Brise of Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, that's not true. They both have two ayalim. So therefore, why would we not compare them? Says the Gemara, we could even answer within the Shita of Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimon, Hasa, over there, no, by Yom Kippur, even according to Rabbi Lazar Barib Shimon, who says that he does bring two ayalim, but they're brought for two different halachic reasons. Halachic reason number one of one of the ayalim was l'chobas hayom, and, and the halachic reason number two is l'chobas hamusafin. So they were brought for different reasons, and therefore, it's not two of the same korbanos. They're brought for different halachic reasons. 
Therefore, but Atzeres is different. And because even according to the Shita that says that both are Ayalim by Yom Kippur and both are Ayalim by, by Atzeres, but we still can't say that the Pasuk is referring to Atzeres because the two Ayalim that are referenced in, uh, in regard to Yom Kippur within the Shita of Rebbe of Reb Shimon, they have different Chiyuvim. One is Chobas Hayom and one is Chobas Musafet. So the Gemara rejects that as a possibility. Four lines from the, the bottom, the Gemara asks, maybe we should be able to compare to another holiday. Maybe we should say that seven days before Rosh Hashanah, there's a chiyuv to be mafresh a kohen. Um, why, uh, why would we not say that? Because I'm a Rebbe Yavo, done in parva ayel shalom, mi parva ayel shalom. Because um, we have a comparison from the world of Yom Kippur to the world of Miluim. That's what Rashi here on the bottom points out, that the korbanos of Yom Kippur and, uh, and, and the days of the Miluim of the Beis HaMikdash are the same. It's a par and an ayel, and it was brought shalom from the, uh, from the money of the Kohen. So you can't compare. Yom Kippur is talking about the, uh, the Kohen Gadol bringing his own bringing a korban with his own money. Mashain came by Rosh Hashanah. It wasn't a, an individual's money. It was the money of the Tzibor. So says the Gemara, wait one second. You're right. If it were to be the case that it's true that the korban of, the, of Yom Kippur were to be brought by an individual, by the Kohen Gadol, then I'm asking with you, Michael and Neymar, then that would be very problematic because then everyone's bringing the same type of korban. Then Rosh Hashanah, which is Shel Tzibor, um, then, uh, sorry, top three words, after then we can say the following. I could understand, says the Gemara, if you hold that way by Yom Kippur, that really it's only brought from the money of the Kohen Gadol. However, there is still a Shita that says by Yom Kippur that it's Mishal Tzibor, Ma'ikal Amemar. The Tanya, what is the Brisa right to show us that it could be Shel Tzibor? When the Torah says, Kach lecha, in general, that implies Mishalcha. When the Torah says, V'asei lecha, that also implies Mishalcha. However, when the Pasuk writes, V'yikchu lecha, in the plural, that's Mishel Tzibor, and that's the sheet of Divir Avoshia. However, if Yonas and Omer know, Bein Kach lecha, and Bein V'yikchu lecha, whether or not it says kach lecha, take for yourself, or v'yichu in the plural that they took and it was for you, they're all Michel Tzibor. So we see that the Shita of Rav Yonasan holds that the Korban is Michel Tzibor, even for the Kohen. So therefore, if that's true, then the case of Rosh Hashanah, which is a Korban Shel Tzibor, and the case of Yom Kippur, which according to Rav Yonasan is a Korban Shel Tzibor, now level playing field. Maybe we can assume that Rosh Hashanah is also a day that requires the hafrash of a Kohen seven days from his family. And the Brisa continues, According to the Shita of Rav Yonasan, who equates the singular of kach to the plural of a yikhu, why then did the Pasuk specify kach in the singular? You're coming up with this whole roundabout way to say that maybe the Korbanos and Yom Kippur were Shel Tzibor, Lav Davka. The words is kach. Why would you say that the way that you're saying it? It's not true. It should be. That it is uh, only one corp, uh, only from one person, only the coin's money. If it says kach in the singular, so answers the Gemara with a beautiful idea. We're six lines down on Gimel Amud Aleph. He wrote, "Say Yosher Mishalahem." Really, Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "I really prefer that the korban come from the singular, but we're just not able to." Take a look at Rashi on the top line. Dibraham Askel Kaviyachol. Ani Shamati. Here's how I, how I heard Pshat. Says Rashi. Im Hayat Zibur Yachol. He's Kaper Veshal Yachid. Hayisi Rotze. 
Hashem's like, if, if only it could be that way, the mechanics are not that way, but if only it could be that way, I would have loved to have gotten an individual korban. It's just not the way that the korban works. So that's what kach means, that I prefer to be an individual korban, but it just can't be. And the Gemara also here presents in this brysa a similar uh, a similar limud to this kaviyachal that we just saw, a similar idea, which reads as follows. Abachanan Amar, Mishum Rabbi Eliezer, Omer Aron one Pasuk says that the Aaron was made from the eights because of Echad Omer Ve'asu, not Ve'asisa, but Ve'asu Aaron team. So one Pasuk says Ve'asisa, that the uh, Aaron was made from a singular person. And the other Pasuk says it was Ve'asu, and they made it in the plural. Ha-ketzad. How is that possible? That's not possible. You got to pick one. It, it can't be made by one and by many. So answers the Gemara. You're right. Really, here's how it works. Kan bizman Yisrael osin ritzono shalmakom. When uh, the Yisrael are osin ritzono shalmakom, then it's as if everyone did it together. However, kan bizman she'en osin ritzono shalmakom, when the Jews are not doing ratzon Hashem, so then it's as if it was only brought by Moshe and it's not representative of the people. So it's a musr to make sure that we're doing ritzono shalmakom, then the korban will be as though all of the Jews brought it together. End of scene, end of brisa. But this end of Bryce is also the question that we started with, that maybe we should see a comparison between Yom Kippur and the world of Rosh Hashanah. How so? Because in the Bryce, we saw the sheet of Rav Yonasan. And Rav Yonasan said that the Korban of Yom Kippur was brought by the Tzibor, so too by Rosh Hashanah. Maybe we should equate the seven-day hafrasha that we see by Yom Kippur with Rosh Hashanah. So answers the Gemara, a quarter of the way down, Gimel Amid Beis. Nope, we are not able to do that. Ad kan lo alma. In general, when we use the word kicha and we use the word asiya, it has a particular reference. Kichos to alma, what's an example of kichos to alma? That's kachlecha samim, like by the Torahs. Asiyos to alma, when we use the word asiyos, what is that talking about? By the Milun, we have this pasuk that you should be making your korbanos. Aval, Hanach, these two things that we have by the korbanos, the parva ayil, when we talk about the world of Yom Kippur and the world of Miluim, no. Those are prushe kamefaresh de Michel Chahu. In those cases, you can't compare to Rosh Hashanah because Yom Kippur and the Miluim were explicitly in the singular of the Kohen. Rabbi Yonasan wouldn't apply here. Rabbi Yonasan's idea that the word kach and vaikru in the plural, that they mean the same thing, that doesn't apply here. By Yom Kippur and Miluim, it has to be that the Korban of the Yom Kippur was brought individually. Uh, where do we see this from? Says the Gemara, the Miluim Michti. Let's take a look at uh, what's going on by the Miluim. See, the Pasuk writes, well, Bnei Yisrael to daberli more, kichu si'ir izim lechatas. It says kichu in the plural. And then it says, vayomer al-aron kach lecha egel ben bakar lechatas. So why does it say kichu and kach? Ah, lamali. Why does it say that extra Pasuk? Shma mina, that by the miluim, kach lecha mishal chahu. So we see that that area of halacha, when it comes to the miluim, that the korban must be brought by an individual. As well, one third of the way down, says the Gemara, when we're talking about Yom Kippur, and this is critical to our arguments in the Gemara, this is a lengthy question and answer here. Let's take a look at the Pesachim by Yom Kippur. See if the Pasuk writes, it identifies what animal. And then let's talk about who's bringing it. That he should take. And then it says, Why am I repeating the fact that he's bringing the korban? When it says low in the singular, what is it referring to? That it's talking about the fact that one person is bringing it and therefore. 
The Gemara says that even according to the Brisa on the top, which indicates that sometimes the word kach can mean plural, and therefore maybe we would have thought that the Yom Kippur Korban was brought in plural, and therefore it's similar to Rosh Hashanah, Kamash not that way. That when it comes to Yom Kippur based on the Psukim, Shema Mina, it has to be that that Korban was brought only in the singular with the money of the coin. So that's answer number one to the Rosh Hashanah question as to why it doesn't match Yom Kippur in regards to the seven days of Haf Rasha. As well, halfway down, the Gemara presents another answer, Ravashi Omar. He also gives another answer that there's another lack of comparison uh, between Rosh Hashanah and the world of Yom Kippur and Milun. However, those korbanos are different than by the other korbanos by Yom Kippur. We were talking about a par for a chatas and an ayal for an ola. However, when it came to atzeres and when it came to Rosh Hashanah, there was no par. It was only the olos ninu. So therefore, no comparison. Ravina gives yet another answer as to why we can't compare Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur. We're a little bit more than halfway down. Ravina Amar, Dunin. When we are comparing the world of Yom Kippur or and Para Aduma, it has to be comparable to something else that's very similar. However, Yom Kippur and Para Aduma have something unique, which is that the Avoda is only done by the Kohen Gadol. Masha'in came with regular korbanos, like the one done Rosh Hashanah, lav dafka, that it was a Kohen Gadol. So the cases, again, are not comparable. Vika de Amre, some say that Ravina's answer was a little different. Uh, what was the other possibility? This, we don't know what this means yet, but the Gemara says in the name of Ravina that we have to compare a case where the avoda was done tchila to another case where the avoda was done tchila to exclude a case where it's not done tchila. My tchila, what are we talking about here? Says the Gemara, Ilema, if you want to say that Tchila over here, that when it says it's Bikoin Gadol, that it's talking about the fact that it was done by Kohen Gadol, that doesn't make any sense. Tainu Kamaitza, that was the previous version of Ravina that we just saw five lines ago. Ella, it must be Tchila's Avoda, Tchila, I'm sorry, it must be Ella Avoda Tchila Bemakom, Me Avoda Tchila Bemakom. It has to be that we have to make sure that there's a, a comparison here, which is that the locations of the Korban for Yom Kippur was in a very unique place. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't in the same place as the Rosh Hashanah Korban, and therefore they're not comparable. So then the Gemara is going to shift a little bit to analyze this Pasuk that we saw again on Beis Amir Aleph. It's amazing how much real estate is taken up by the analysis of this one Pasuk. It's really uh, pretty remarkable just to figure out exactly what, how, to, how to understand Pshat and the Pasuk. So now we're going to analyze it more. So it says the Gemara, we have a machlokas in the Amorayim as to how we should really understand that Pasuk. We're about five lines before the middle width lines on Gimel Amabez, two-thirds of the way down. He said that Rav Yochanan only learned one din from the Pasuk that we are discussing. Rav Yochanan, what did Rav Yochanan learn? What was the one thing that Rav Yochanan learned? That when it said, both words, he takes both words to mean one thing. So he learns that the only time that we have this requirement for half Russia from separating a Kohen, it's not by Paraduma, it's uh, at least uh, not Ladina, but it seems to only be by Yom Kippur. Rabbi Yoshub and Levi Masnitarti says, no, we don't look at Laasos and Lechaper as words that are set for one Limud. We split those words and each of them get their own drasha. Masnitarti Laasos, Elumai Separa. He says that no, we need to separate out the Kohen for seven days before the para. And as well, Lechaper, last of the short, shortest lines, Lechaper, Elumai Seyom Kippurim. So that's how they break up the Pasuk. According to Rav Yochanan, the words la'asos and lechaper are taught as 
the two words as part of one drasha. Masha'in Kain, the second shita of Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi, he says, La Sos is one drasha and the Chaper is another drasha. So asks the Gemara, this is impossible. Rabbi Yochanan Masni Chada. Rabbi Yochanan said that the Pasuk is only talking about one thing, that only the Kohen, that only the Kohen uh, by Yom Kippur needs to separate for seven days, but not by Parah Aduma. How can that be? We have a Mishnah. Shivas Yamim Kodam Yomaki Purim, Veshivas Yamim Kodam Serevas Apara. Rabbi Yochanan, you cannot look at that Pasuk and tell me that it's only talking about Yom Kippur, because after all, we have a Mishnah that explicitly states that we even need the seven-day separation of the coin prior to Paraduma. The Inkain, if that's true, how can you tell me, how can you tell me that the Pasuk is not talking about this if the Mishnah clearly indicates that way? Answers the Gemara, a wild answer, Maila Ba'alma. No. By Yom Kippur, yes, formal requirement, and that's what Rabbi Yochanan says the Pasuk is talking about. However, when it comes to Paraduma, it's just a Maila Ba'alma. It's a beautiful thing to do. It's kind of like, you know, uh, some Hassanim and Kalas don't see each other for the week before. A nice thing to do. It's a great idea. Less fighting will take place if you don't see each other for the week before. Good. That's a Dayenu. But is it Le'ikuva? Is it a problem? Absolutely not. It's, it, there's nothing wrong with it at all. It's mutter mutter. No problem at all. So, okay, the paraduma it's beautiful. So you should separate the coin because it's a good idea. So Rav Yochanan helps out like this in the Pasuk. When it says, La that's only telling you that Midoraisa, you're obligated to separate the Kohen from the pack. You're ob- obligated to separate the Kohen Gadol from his family only for Yom Kippur. But by Paraduma, just Ma'ilaba'alma, just a good idea. I asked the Gemara, hold on one second. Rav Yochanan says that only in the case of Yom Kippur do we have this requirement. That's impossible because on that base, we learn the following line. We're at the second of the middle with lines. All of this was said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan. When this is a direct quote from Beis Manalav. When this Gemara was quoted on Beis Manalav, what did it say? Remember, we said that the Rav Yochanan over here learned La'asos and L'chaper as one drasha. Look what he does here. La'asos, on its own. within Rav Yochanan. The Rav Yochanan over here learned La'asos and L'chaper, the two words in the Pasuk are part of one drasha, only to indicate that Yom Kippur has a requirement of a fresh of the coin Gadol. However, the Rav Yochanan on Be'ezim and Al, it's, we're not that far into the Masech, that was a page ago. One page ago, Rav Yochanan said something else. We split La'asos and L'chaper to indicate that both Paradum and Yom Kippur require seven days of Afrasha. So if that's true, Sira and Rav Yochanan. Answers the Gemara, don't worry. That comment that we just read right now, the comment where we do split the Paraduma and Yom Kippur, where we say that both of them have a, a requirement of Afrasha, that was his Rebbe. We've seen this a number of times in Shas Rabe, and I, like we separate the Talmud from his Rebbe, that there are times that a Talmud could have a different shita than his Rebbe, whatever the halachos are, whatever the lambda says, what the halachos are in regards to kavod of the Rebbe, not for now. Uh, but nevertheless, the Gemara indicates that his Rebbe held that way. His Rebbe held that there was a dindo raisa for the paraduma to have a coin gadol, but he himself, Rav Yochanan, did not feel that way. How do we know this? Because the Chiyasa Rabbi Namar of Yochanan, Mishum Rabbi Shmuel, he quoted his Rabbi's name, La'asos Elumai Separ and Lachaper Elumai Seyamakipur, but he himself didn't hold that way. He himself held that we don't split up the Drasha, La'asos and Lachaper, the two of them are one Drasha only to indicate that Yom Kippur has a din to separate the Kohen Gadol, but Paraduma does not have one as a Chiyuv, but it's a Ma'il Ba'alma. So 
I don't understand. How did you learn this out? You learned it out from the world of Milun. That uh, from the world of uh, of Milun, we learn about Yom Kippur. Says Gemara. But I don't understand. It seems to be the case that it should be Leikuba. If you want to say that Yom Kippur is Leikuba, and that's what Rav Yochanan said, right? If that's true, that's a problem with our Mishnah because what does our Mishnah say? What does our Mishnah say? That we set aside a Kohen. But if you look back on our Mishnah, it doesn't say mafrishin. All it says, just reading here from our Mishnah, it says, It does not say to separate him. It all only says to set aside. So, what? If you look in our Mishnah, which is speaking about, uh, about Yom Kippur, all it says is in the second, third line of the Mishnah, it says, Mafrishin Kohen Gadol, Umaskin Lo Kohen Acher Tachtav. It says Mafrishin the Kohen Gadol, but it only says Maskin Lo Kohen Acher Tachtav. Why does the language change? That's what the Gemara is bothered by, that our Mishnah starts with Hafrasha and then switches to Maskinin. And then by it says in the next case, Rabbi Shomer Af Ishacheres Maskinin Lo Shema Tamus. That we, it's, it's just setting, of, it's setting aside. So the Gemara is bothered by that change in language. Let me just find where we are. Oh, so that's what the Gemara is bothered by. So he says, Ma, uh, he says, V'chitema, we're six, seven lines from the bottom of the page. V'chitema ha'chanami, v'atnanu maskinin lo kohen acher, lo ktani mafrishin. Why did you change your language? V'chitani, and if you want to say my maskinin mafrishin, that what you mean when you say that you set aside a kohen is that you're mafrish the kohen, then just say that. Listen, o-e-d-v-e-d maskinin, o-e-d-v-e-d mafrishin. The fact that you change your language in the Mishnah that makes Rav Yochanan Shita very difficult to say that it's Le'ikuba in our Mishnah that the requirement by Yom Kippur is an absolute. So the Gemara doesn't answer this question, but Rav Yochanan now bites back to Rav Shimon ben Lakish, to Rav Shimon ben Levi, excuse me, and he says as follows, Where do you learn out Yom Kippur from? He says, well, I'll tell you where I learned it from. I got the precedent from Har Sinai, which is the greatest place to learn it from when Moshe was going up to learn Torah. Amar says the Gemara, me Sinai, that's where I learned it from. The Pasuk writes, by Yishkon, quote Hashem al Har Sinai, by He was separated for six days, and then he was called on the seventh day. So, Michli, let's analyze the Pasuk. So, it says he was called on the seventh day. What's with the six days? We've been talking about seven days of Afrasha. So, Rabbi Shuvan Levi learns out from here. What does it mean, six days? Says the Gemara, Zeb Bonaab, Shekolanichnes, Bamacha, Neshkina, Taun, Prishas, Shisha. So, says the Gemara, Ah, God goes to show you that whenever you do something really holy, you need six days of Afrasha. Says the Gemara, six, Vehaanan, Shivatnan. But our Mishnah says seven. So, you're, you're Rabbi Shuvan Levi, you're giving me a pasuk about six? What does that mean? It doesn't make any sense. Says the Gemara, something very beautiful. Masnisen, Rabbi Huda ben Beserahi. Our Mishnah, which says seven, is adding a day to be choshesh for the shita of Ben Besera. Why? Because he is concerned about Tumas Beso, of his wife becoming a Anida. And Nida Oraisa, when a woman sees Dam, she is Anida for seven days. Now, today we're more makbid than that. We have uh, five days that we give for, for a minimum of five days for the actual menstrual cycle to take place. Even if the bleeding stops earlier than that, we still would require a woman to wait five days. And then after that, she waits seven more days because of our concern of mixing the bloods of a, of a Zava and the Nida. But Mido Raisa, this is what the Gemara is referring to, is Tumas Beitzor. Really, technically speaking, for the Kedusha Shavu, 
then we want to make sure that uh, if for the Kedusha Shabbat, we only need six days, but out of concern that his wife might become a Nida, so then we're going to wait uh, a seventh day. Let's stop right here on the top of Daphdal and Amar Aleph at Amar Rav Yochanan, and we'll continue this story tomorrow and bring some proofs in the Brisa. Uh, wishing you all a beautiful night. Take care. Sure.